Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Mandy, and this episode I have Travis of Just Freaking Wrestling and Team Punch and Pie. Punch and Pie. Punch and Pie to be on podcast. Punch and pie. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about ghosts. Perfect. Yes. I'm excited. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about ghosts because I know, like, I was on, uh, I was on your other podcast. Uh, I want to say probably it was probably it had been earlier this year, right, or like the end of last year. Yeah, I think it was actually last year. Yeah, and uh, we we did talk. Uh, we didn't talk anything about ghosts, but uh, we did talk about the idea of coming on the show and talking about like you know, uh, the the crazy experiences I had with it. Which uh, it's weird because like when I. The more I talk about it, the more less weird it sounds. But when you talk about it with someone new, it's kind of like, <laughs> what? You went through something like that? So, yeah. Love talking about it. So, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yay. Perfect. <laughs> so, tell me about ghosts. <laughs> tell me about ghosts. Um, so, I, <clears throat> do you want me to tell you what a ghost is or tell you my story? No, I want to hear your, your ghost stories. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I, there, I honestly believe there's been like quite a few different times I've had like ghost experience, but there's two, uh, two things that happened to me that really, uh, get stuck in my mind. Um, and one of them is actually, um, I had an experience with, and then uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine had the same experience. And then my sister actually had uh, a different experience as well. Uh, and we all believe we saw the same ghost, but it was like different times and, uh, like That's years. That's crazy. Yeah, and years apart from each other. Um, so I'll, I'll tell I'll tell my part of it, uh, what I experienced and went through, and then I'll share their experiences and stuff like that too. And I'm, the timelines may it may be off by a year or so, just because I don't remember how old my sister was when it happened, yeah. and I kind of remember when uh, my girlfriend went through. But anyways, um, in I'm gonna say 2006. Um, so uh, I was in, so in 2006 I was 16, 17 years old. And uh, I lived at home, and I worked at McDonald's at the time, and I always closed. It was on a Saturday. I do remember that for sure. And we usually close around midnight. We get down around one a.m. We hang out in front of the McDonald's and chat and everything. And we don't normally leave there till about three o'clock. So I get home about three uh, about three thirty. I don't live that far from work. And when I walk in, <clears throat> I hear like these weird footsteps going up uh, the stairway um, in the house. Which is weird at three in the morning because nobody in my house should be up at three a.m. by this like at this time, <laughs> you know. Because we're still under, you know, me, my brother, my sister, and my other sister. We all lived there, but we're all underage at this time still. So there's no one coming home from the bars late at night. Yeah. Uh, my parents are old, so they uh, are already in bed by like nine by this time. So <laughs> nobody should be up whatsoever, especially being downstairs. Um. So when I when I go to the stairway and I look up. I thought I saw like this, you know, this little girl kind of walking up the stairway. And at this time, you know, with me being a uh, 16, 17, uh, my other sister um, would be probably 13, 14. So it wouldn't have been her, but my other sister is about seven at this time. So I'm like, okay, so it's got to be Ashley. Like, why is Ashley walking up the stairs? Like, why is she even down here at three in the morning? So she's at the top of the stairs, and when you get to the top of the stairs, you take a left and you start going down the hallway. So I'm like, God damn it, Ashley, you shouldn't be up and everything. I'm not sure if, I, if I'm allowed to cuss on this show, so I yeah. apologize. Yeah, I you are. Okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, because no when problem. I get into, <laughs> when I get into it, I, I do tend to uh, use some uh, some words. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's totally fine. Excellent, thank God. Uh, so 
Um, as as you walk up the stairs, if uh, at the top of the like right above the top of the stairway, right at the top of the stairway, there's like a little railing that is on the side that you can kind of look through, and it shows like the end of the hallway. And my two sisters shared a room at the very end of the hallway. And as I look through like the railing, it's all, obviously it's all dark up there because I'm not gonna flip on the lights and everything. Um, I see, you know, again, um, who I perceive to be Ashley, uh, walking down the hall and walking into the room. And I'm just like, like, why the hell is, like, why is she up at three in the morning? It makes no sense. Well, anyways, I get to the top of the stairs, I flip on the light, and the door's shut. And I don't remember the door closing, I don't remember hearing, like, the click or nothing, like, the creak or whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of weird. Maybe I just completely ignored the uh, fact that, you know, I heard, you know, I didn't hear it. So I go to open the door to see why she's up and everything, and I open the door and no one's in there. <laughs> there's not, there's not like, I guess, um, I guess uh, while I was at work, uh, my little sister went out to her grandparents' house, and my older sister went out to our dad's house. Um, so I'm sitting here trying to like register everything that I just like thought about, like. Like, okay, I know I saw Ashley. I know she was in what I thought was, like, um, like her pajamas. It was, like, a long, like, long white pajamas or whatever. I'm like, I know I saw her. You know what? Okay, whatever. I mean, I must I must, I must be tired, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so I go to bed, and I just, I don't think about it for, like, maybe, like, a week or so or something like that. And my grandma comes into town, and she, uh, we're talking about, you know, just, just uh, every time she comes into town, uh, we always do the same thing. We go to the cemetery. We go to my um, uh, great grandma and grandpa's uh, graves and kind of clean them up. And you know, she does her visits and everything. And but right next to my grandma and grandpa is um, is my aunt, and uh, she actually passed away when she was like uh, uh, I think like five or six years old. She ended up having pneumonia and stuff like that that caused her to pass away when she was really really young. Oh wow. And I never really, never really talked about her. Like she never really came in conversation, stuff like that. I just, I knew I had an aunt Sherry, but I mean, obviously she passed away, you know, twenty years before I was even born. So it was never like anything that came up in conversation. And uh, I, I asked my grandma about her and everything because I just got a little more interested in it. And she was showing me old pictures of her and stuff like that. And she was showing me this one picture uh, from her uh, christening. And uh, my grandma's like, yeah, she was actually uh, born in the same dress. And it's an all-white dress and all this shit. And also when she started talking about that, I started kind of clicking back in my head. I'm like, there's no way <laughs> I saw I saw my aunt walking through the house. Yeah, that's weird. You know, it's, and it's like, I'm seeing like, I'm, I'm trying to like justify the fact that I definitely didn't see it. It's just like, I spent, you know, I just spent McDonald's for so long, but like, there's no way. Because she was never at this house, ever. Like they, like she, like the only house she ever known of that any of my family would do was like Oak Forest and stuff like that. But why we're talking about, it, and I brought up my grandma and told my grandma the story of what had happened. Um, my sister Sherry was in the kitchen while we were talking about it, and she kind of told me. She's like, you know, that's funny because about a few years ago, I fell asleep on the couch in the living room, and I thought that <clears throat> I thought that somebody turned the TV off on me. But I didn't know who it was. It just looked like some little girl in a white dress. He turned the television off, <laughs> and it couldn't. Yeah, it couldn't have been Ashley because when it happened to Sherry, Ashley was probably maybe two, three years old. And Sherry's like, "No, this is someone who's definitely over older." But I thought I was dreaming. 
And so that kind of freaked us out. And then about after this point, uh, probably about four years later, um, I was still living at home. Uh, my girlfriend would come and stay the weekend at my parents' house with me and stuff like that. <clears throat> and she woke me up in the middle of the night freaking out because she woke up to go to the bathroom. And when she did, she, she swore she saw a little girl wearing all white standing in front of our closed door in the bedroom. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So she woke me up free, freaking out. And she's telling me what she saw and everything. I look over the, there's nothing by the doorway. And in my head, I'm saying, like, well, should I kind of tell her what I think it is? Or should I just tell her, you know, you're dreaming? <laughs> so I so I just, I just went with the best choice to go with that, you know, 2 in the morning. I'm like, I, you probably saw something. Just go back to bed, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then she saw the same thing two weeks later when she woke up and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just told her, like, well, you know, there's, there's a possibility that my Aunt Sherry is uh, creeping around my house. <laughs> And messing with us and shit like that. Um, nothing bad has ever happened, but uh, definitely uh, three people had four different situations where they kind of saw the same thing. So it's That's crazy. Uh, yeah, my mom doesn't believe it. Um, I don't think anyone else. Other, I don't think my brother or my other little sister had this experience. But yeah, it's something that we still talk about. And every time we're at the house, it kind of like comes up in like a small joke or something like that. So just like randomly one day, your aunt just started like haunting you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't think of any logical, um, <clears throat> or I, I can't think of who else would it be because we don't yeah. live in, we don't live in an old house. My mom's the original owner of the house. Um, it was a cornfield, you know, that they built a subdivision on, and I, you know, I, there's no like, you know, Civil War battles that occurred. <laughs> Indian burial ground. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's no history of that, like, whatsoever. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's so weird how it's it's a little girl. Uh, it, she has long hair. And that's the biggest thing, too, is, like, my sister probably had the best image of her. Because when I saw her, I just saw a white dress, small girl in darkness. Um, and my girlfriend, same thing. You know, yeah. white dress, small girl, darkness. My sister says, like, from the reflection of the TV, the light of the TV, she saw that the little girl kind of had, like, a like a dirty blonde, somewhat light brown hair. And uh, that's the same hair color that my Aunt Sherry had. So we, we I believe it's my Aunt Sherry. My sister, even though she is so into uh, ghosts and stuff like that, she, she doesn't want to say it's my Aunt Sherry. And then my <laughs> girlfriend just kind of was pissed at me when I didn't tell her the truth at first. <laughs> so, yeah. but. Yeah, it, it's just crazy to think that I, I mean, I, cause I, I, I follow a little bit uh, about ghosts here and there, and I watch a lot of, like, you know, the, the haunted um, documentaries and TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that to where, like, like I don't, I don't know how or why she is having to be at my mom's house, but she's there. She's got to be there. Yeah, and it's weird that it would just be, like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd almost be like if it was, like, the anniversary of something or something, like, you know, super emotional goes on, like, the, you know, appeal <clears throat> ghosts or whatever would, tie, like, kind of be tied to that, but just to, like, you know, randomly just start showing up to be like, hey, I'm here, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, and, um, yeah, and the, the only, uh, like, the only similarities I know between them is that, uh, 
at least for me and my ex, they were definitely on Saturdays when they happened. My sister was either Saturday or Sunday. She doesn't remember exactly what day. And it's usually around 3 in the morning. I think so. that 3 is like... Was it 3 o'clock like the witching hour or something? Or the devil's hour? There is something weird with like 3 mm-hmm. like three in the morning. Yeah. And it's like it's like nothing like nothing moves, like nothing shifts. Like it doesn't it doesn't look like she's there like, you know, messing with anything. It's just kinda of see except for the television thing. But should we turn the T V off? I mean good to save on electricity. I applaud that. Um but when it <laughs> when it came to like uh me and Jenna and everything, like she was just like there. I saw her just she was just walking upstairs, walking to the room, which that room that my sisters were uh were uh together in that I saw her walk into is actually the same room that I moved into after my older, uh, after my other sister moved out because she moved with my aunt and uncle and everything to kind of be more independent. So my little sister took my old room and I took their room because it was bigger. So our experience were in the same room to where my sisters was in the living room. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was definitely an experience. Um, and, uh, that was the, first experience i think i ever had of like a paranormal experience or a ghost related uh incident that really like sticks out so it actually i looked it up online it does say like between 3 and 4 a.m is considered a period of peak supernatural activity and that is called the witching hour oh joy (laughs) (laughs) it's like they can't do it at like a better time at like seven in the evening yeah exactly three in the afternoon Mm. yeah (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's weird because um, <clears throat> because the other the other like paranormal situation I was in was uh, that was only at like nine ten o'clock at night. So yeah, that was kind of freaky too. And I could definitely talk about that if you yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that one. Awesome. Uh, so uh, out out in the country out here, uh, we have about a lot of gravel roads and back roads and stuff like that. And when, uh, and just one, one random day, like me, my sister, my two buddies and my stepbrother, uh, we just piled in my 91 Grand Prix and, uh, we're just driving around the country and everything, just, you know, just killing time and just doing, because it wasn't really anything for us to do. And it was probably like, we we're like 18, 19 at the time. And we drove, we drove down a lot of country roads that we'd never driven on before. And, you know, we're just going to check everything out. Well, when we were doing it, we came to this viaduct. That uh, it's like an over uh, train tracks or over the uh, over the road. Okay. And we get to it, and I got pictures of this place on my Facebook, and I can definitely uh, show those to you. They um, it's it's like all confetti, and it's just really really creepy. Um, so we uh, we kind of just stopped and just wanted to look at all like the graffiti and everything around it, and everyone was like really freaked out about it. not so much because we saw something, but because like it was just really creepy. It was like it was late. Probably shouldn't be like in the middle of nowhere, but whatever. But uh, we just start taking pictures and stuff like that. And my sister has more pictures than I do, but I don't know what she did with them. But I just took grand pictures of my friends, and she took grand pictures of, like the walls, floating like dots, and you know, it, it, she believes them to be orbs, and that's uh, that's what she believes and everything. And you kind of, when you can look at it, like you. When you look really closely at a photo, you could definitely tell the difference between like a dust spot or an orb. Yeah. And uh, she took she took these pictures and everything, and there there did appear to be orbs, but the only time you ever saw orbs was when someone else was in the picture, and the orb kind of seemed to be behind the person. 
So like if like I was looking at the wall, there was like um, an orb like behind me looking at the wall, or if somebody was like kind of standing off to the side. I think a, a buddy of mine was staring up at the uh, at the ceiling, like right underneath the road, trying to look at something. He kind of saw an orb by his head behind him. It was always behind somebody, but always when somebody was like in the photo, you know, being taken. If it was like it was, if she just took a picture of the viaduct. It just looked, you know, just a normal viaduct, nothing like floating around or anything. So it was only when somebody was in the photo and behind them. So when she saw this, she wanted to go back. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'll, I'll go back. But, I mean, it's really, really late um, by this time. And I'm not going to stop and we're going to get out and walk and everything. I'll just drive through it, you yeah. know, just for the hell of it. And so we drive out there and everything. It's just me and her. And, it, yeah, it's probably like around 10 o'clock by the time we do this. And... I just drive through, but I drive through, like, really slowly. And she swears that she heard something, like like a weird, like a like a faint high-pitched noise. And I didn't hear it. But then she's like, well, let's just drive through again, and this time I'll record. I'm, I'm just going to put my, uh, I'm just going to record and see, you know, if anything happens. Because I think in her mind she's going to assume, like, some, like, some ghost is going to jump out in front of us or something like that. So I'm like, sure, you know, we, I have no problem. Just, you know, I'll turn around and just drive through again. So she uh, she turns her phone on, and we're driving through. And as we get to the viaduct, I just wanted to mess with her. So I just kind of, like, jump-scared her real quick, just, like, from my driver's seat. I just, like, grabbed her arm and went, ah! So when I did that, she obviously screamed and everything because she was so focused on ready to see something. Yeah. And um, so she, we get through and everything. She's pissed, but she listens back to the video as we're driving back home. And we're in the video. And as we're driving, you could hear her talking like, oh, my God, we're going to see something. This is it. This is it and everything. And then you hear me go, ah, hear her scream. And then, <laughs> like, during her scream, like, right right after she's done screaming, you just hear this, like, this person ready to say help. Oh, wow. It's just sound, it sounded like they are saying, like, <sighs> and then it turned into, like, a weird, like, echo scream. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So she heard it. I heard it. I'm just like, what was that? And, and I'm like, <laughs> so she plays it again and everything. And in my mind, I'm trying to justify it. I'm like, it's got to be like an echo or something like that. It's got to be, it's gotta be some kind yeah. of weird echo. But she keeps playing it. And you just hear the same thing. It's like, how? I can't, I can't scream like it. But it was, it was <laughs> so messed up. And uh, we, uh, I think we've been back to like maybe one or two times after that. But we just kind of drove through. Kind of like, hey, remember when we went through here and stuff like that? Um she unfortunately lost the uh, her phone ended up breaking, so she lost the uh, video for it. Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, because I was really hoping, like you know, because I mean, again, at this time, this is like two thousand nine, I think. So, you know, it was like the older phones where like, I don't think there was even a cloud by then. If there was, yeah. I knew nothing about it. And um, but uh, yeah, we still from time to time kind of still go back there and kind of drive through, and so I don't really stop and take pictures and all that stuff, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely an experience that I never thought I'd ever live through, or not, well, not survive, but, like, like I never, <laughs> yeah. I would never live to kind of, like, have, like, that weird experience yeah. where, like, hear something. Because when, when I saw, when I saw the girl in the house, um, it, it wasn't like she made, you know, any, like, you know, verbal noise or anything. Mm -hmm. I was just creaking from the stairs. I mean, if those stairs didn't creak, I probably never would have noticed it. Yeah. She never, like, it's never like she stopped walking to like you know notice me or anything she just went up the stairs went down the hall went into the room and that was it so 
Yeah, I think uh, the viaduct was probably like the most horrifying experience I had. <laughs> related, the one in the house was. It, it wasn't scary. It was just really, really odd how everything was like working yeah. itself, and how like how I knew I wasn't crazy because two other people shared the same experience with me. So I was like, excellent. So there, there is something here. <laughs> with the viaduct, like, do you know of like anyone else having other experiences there? Not, not so much. Um, I don't really know if a lot of people kind of like look at it like it's anything more than just uh, just an underpass for a railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's I know there's been a lot of like car accidents and stuff like that like at like intersections nearby the viaduct. Um, when you go uh, probably like a quarter mile up the road from from the viaduct, you get to a main road. It's like Route One or something like that. So it's it's a it's a very heavily populated mm-hmm. road when it comes to like uh, like farming um, transportation. Like, like farmers use it to like haul their like grain and stuff on this main road. And I know there's been a lot of times where cars will pull out from. Um, I can't remember the road that the viaduct's on, but they'll like cars will pull out there and take like you know left-hand turns and not pay attention, and they get sideswiped by like pickups and stuff like that. So I know there's been some accidents at that intersection, but as far as being by the viaduct itself, I really don't know. I tried to see if maybe like uh, I did, and I, I tried to look up and see like maybe if like there was somebody like on the tracks end up dying like nearby mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I haven't seen anything pertaining to that. So unless it was something like way back in the day before, like yeah. newspaper, like you know, um, acknowledged, you know, does and stuff like that. But uh, no, nothing, nothing particularly at the spot of the viaduct. But within like quarter mile, uh, there's been some uh, incidents there. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I'd be kind of curious to see if like other people, like if anyone else has any sort of experiences in the same area. Yeah, I should probably, I should probably ask because I don't think I bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know, like, because at this time, like, I never really, uh, I never really, like, you know, I, I posted pictures up on Facebook, and mm-hmm. no one ever responded, like, oh, my God, I've been there, too, and stuff like that, but, like, at the same time, I never really asked him, I was like, hey, I've ever been to this viaduct, and uh, hear some screaming woman, or some orbs that are, like, trying to tap you on the shoulder and vanish before you turn around and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh how about uh, how about you? Have you ever what's what what's your big like experience that you've had with ghosts? I haven't really had like like much really. So there's probably like maybe two ish I think when I was God maybe about eighteen. Um, my husband and I went to visit his grandma out of town while we were like so his mom lives in one town his grandma lived in another town that was like I don't know half hour away mm-hmm. and we were staying at his mom's we went to visit his grandma's and we went back to his mom's and we realized we'd left um a movie rental <laughs> i think it was actually a dvd still at uh, at his grandma's house and we were going to be going home the next day so we didn't want to like you know leave it there and have to pay freaking fees or whatever so we drove back and it was like at night time which is creepy enough down like a one-lane highway at night yeah went back there to grab the dvd and spent the night and we hadn't I don't know if he'd spent the night there before or not. I don't think so. And I remember, so he was in, you know, one room and I was in another room because his grandma wouldn't let us sleep in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, like, hearing her get up and it was, like, I don't know, like, five in the morning or something. So I'm like, oh, she's up. You know, I hear someone rustling around the kitchen. I'll get up, too, and just, you know, have coffee or whatever. And I get up and wander down the hall and there's no one. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just, you know, hearing things or whatever. Like, thought I heard footsteps and someone in the kitchen 
didn't really think anything of it, went back to sleep. And then later on, when I heard them, like, both in there and talking, I went and got up. And, you know, I told them about it and says, you know, I thought you're up or whatever. And my husband actually said that he, like, his grandfather, who had passed away, like, there's a lot of people saying, like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, him wandering the halls or getting up. And that's when he would normally get up and... You know, people hear his footsteps all the time, and it's no big deal. I'm like, that's kind of a big deal. And you probably should have told me that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're like, hey, you may hear footsteps. So I didn't really see anything, but it did sound like someone walked down the hall and was, like, in the kitchen sort of just, you know, like, going about, like, making coffee or, like, rustling mm-hmm. around. And I guess his grandma had actually seen, like, blue orbs that would, like, fly through her house and go into her closet where his urn was. Like, he was just oh, wow. flying back into it, so. And then... The only the only other one I had was we went ghost hunting, I want to say like two years ago to this place in town. There was actually, it's called Trowbridge Falls, and I've talked about it before in other ones. Um, it was actually on like a Haunted Canada show, because apparently a lot of people would kill themselves there, which is just weird. Oh, God. <laughs> so we went there one night, and we're just walking around taking pictures and doing like, you know, EVP and whatever. And there was never, there wasn't really anything on the recording but there was this picture of like this blue light that was down by the water and you could, you're kind of trying to figure out like you know if it was a reflection from the moon or whatever and it didn't really seem like it would be because it was not on the water it was like maybe a few feet off the ground and there would be nothing that would be there because we went in the daytime and then went back in the nighttime because i wanted to kind of compare the daytime and nighttime pictures to see if there was you know if we did see something like okay in the daytime it was this rock or this piece of garbage or something that you know had a reflection at night and mm-hmm. when I zoomed in on the blue dot, it looked like a friggin' alien face. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I actually like had, I had, I know, and like I had <laughs> pictures and stuff up of that, and like that night, I did not sleep. Like, I stayed up the whole night, I just like watched movies in bed while he slept, I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm not sleeping. Like, the aliens are coming to get me because I've seen them. Yeah. Oh, God. No, that, that freaked me out, too. It's like, like it's... <clears throat> It's weird because, like, you, we went ghost hunting and I expected it to be, like, a ghost and not a freaking, like, alien face. It looks like a gray's head with the two big black eyes. Like, it was fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, I, I really wanted to go, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it'd be more ghost hunting or, like, experience, like, sounds like these uh, um, these haunted areas yeah. in, uh, in Illinois. Because, actually, I have this book. It's called Weird Illinois. and. Basically, these uh, these three people went around Illinois to find all like these uh, haunted or like uh, very like uh, these locations that like things happen at, and a lot of them are within like 20, 30 minutes of where I live. Like, I mean, obviously, a lot of people know about Bachelors Grove, uh, the Woman in White, uh, but uh, 20 minutes from my house, there's this uh, bridge in the middle of the woods uh, called Axeman Bridge. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah, uh, 30 minutes from here, there's another cemetery that's, like, kind of, like, in the back. Like, like you drive, like, you get off the road and you drive, like, a mile down this uh, road. And then it comes to the cemetery that is apparently supposed to be haunted, but there's an activity that happens, like, during the day there. Um, even the uh, Diversitec from Antino, uh, which is, like, 10 minutes from here, which they, they tore most of it down and re uh, um, redeveloped the land and everything. But they used to be an old psych ward that um <clears throat> uh they used to run there and everything that uh a friend of mine actually went into like uh her her friend and somebody else uh went into one of the buildings before they tore it down and it's really weird because like they they want to keep kids out of there so much they took this big ass boulder and just kind of rolled it in front of the entrance of it <laughs> 
But when you're when you're small enough, you kind of get behind it and get yeah. to the door. And a friend of mine, like they were taking pictures and shit inside there. Uh, they're like sitting like these old bathtubs and these tables yeah. with straps on it, and it's just it was it was horrifying. And the fact that they did it and it was the middle of the night and yeah, um, it, I don't was, get like old hot like old abandoned hospitals are just so creepy by themselves, and it's so weird uh-huh. to me that like. So you go about and you close down this hospital. Say this hospital is closing down business or whatever. Why do you yep. just leave everything there? Like, why yeah. did you not just clean it all out? When the job that I worked at, they were closing up shop. They, like, sold off, like, everything in the building to the point where people were buying, like, filing cabinets and shelving and, you know, left the warehouse yeah. completely empty. And then these hospitals just leave, like, all oh, their straps and papers on the floor and, you know, just, like, desks yeah. and stuff. Like, why would you leave that? Yeah, it's weird to think like you know like those are medical records that maybe somebody knew when they got transferred out. Yeah, and that, and that's what they said like the, the room, most of the rooms were like just like they left them. Like the yeah. only thing like like they they took the mattresses, but they left like the beds. Yeah, or, like that's metal. The... It's worth money. Bring it to the scrapyard. <laughs> exactly, and uh, it's it's weird because after because I believe all the buildings were torn down. I think there are three or four of them. Um, if you ever get a chance, I would Google Mantino Diverse Attack or Mantino Hospital. It's there's so much on it. I think there was a, I think there was a show on like the History Channel or the Travel Channel that did something like it or something like years ago. But um, the they tore down all the buildings. They turn uh, they redeveloped into like um, um, like uh, like uh, I can't remember what's called housing for people who can't like like I, I don't want to say welfare. Or, supplemental housing or whatever it is mm-hmm. and then the other half is like veteran homes and so that, that they built but they kept the chimney there or the smokestack for the furnace that they uh cremated the um uh the people who weren't like claimed or somebody yeah. who didn't come over and so like that and that smokestack is still there and years ago uh we there was a soccer field that we used to play on all the time uh, for like uh community soccer that's not far away from the verse attack, which is weird because the buildings were still there when we were there in like the mid nineties. <laughs> so you can see all these, yeah. And the buildings they, they didn't look really that bad at that time. I mean, like they did close down years before that, but I mean, it just looked like old brick buildings with vines going on and everything. No one ever told us like what they were, and I didn't know what they were until afterwards. But um, they were they were closed down by the time, but there were still moments where people said, like, when they're out there and the kids are playing and stuff like that, they still see, like, kind of smoke coming from that chimney. Yeah, but, that's creepy. Yeah, but it's not being, and it's not being used, so it's like, and no one ever told me this stuff until I got, like, older, and, like, you know, like, there were some people from school, like, after, like, the whole diverse tech thing, and it became such a huge thing in, like, 2007 for people to go in and explore and take pictures and mess around and stuff like that but that's when everyone started talking more about it. I was like yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I'd see smoke coming out of the stacks and everything and I'm like no you didn't it wasn't running that that time Yeah. They, they, this guy said he saw it this girl said she saw it uh, these siblings like everyone started saying like yeah once in a while they'll see smoke coming out of it and uh, they, they're still rumored that um, that the furnace still has um like bones and stuff inside it that hasn't been cleaned out. So that's creepy. Yeah, I, I, I wish I wish I had because <clears throat> you know me, you know I hate horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wish I had the backbone to actually go and uh, you know check it out back then, but I just I, I couldn't do it because I'm gonna see some shit and my life's gonna let me turned upside down. <laughs> you can never unsee that stuff. 
No, God, no. Especially, especially it's like since I know it's not like a like something made in like you know L.A. This is like real life. Yeah, exactly. But, it's different. Uh, it sticks with you. <laughs> but you've already seen a ghost, so. Yeah, but she was pretty cool. You know, it's like it's not it's, you know, it's not Annabelle. Yeah, I mean, it's not one that's shit. attacking you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I went up that stairway and I saw that ghost turn her head completely around as her body faced forward, I'd probably move out. I'm like that's it. You guys are on your own. <laughs> A 17, 17 year old homeless boy at this time. I'm out living in the Grand Prix. You're like, why are you homeless, ghosts? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then that was one of the, and that was one of the things that like you even like when I was talking to my grandma about it, you know, like you know, I was like, I think this might have been Aunt Sherry. I'm pretty sure it was, and she even said herself, she's like, if it was, then I wouldn't be worried about it because she's not there to hurt you. She's there to take care of you. I was like, we really don't know that. Yeah. Like, first off, I don't even know 100% of it is Aunt Sherry. It just happens to be a little girl who's wearing a white dress. I mean, more times than not, I'm assuming if a little girl gets buried, she's more likely getting buried in, like, a Sunday dress or a Christmas yeah, dress. True. Like, we really don't know. And it's not like she's been around. <clears throat> and that's another thing is where, like, no one has had an incident like that since 2011 when uh, my ex did. So for seven years, I mean... No one's seen anything. Yeah. No one's heard anything. Um, my brother still lives there. My uh, my sister just moved. Uh, my youngest sister, who I thought was uh, my aunt, she just moved with her husband to like North Carolina and stuff like that. But before that, she never had experience with it. Um, my uh, parents are there, and they're always up throughout like weird hours of the night. So I know they've been up at three or four in the morning at some point. They never said they saw anything, so I don't know if. Like, she is there, but now she's kind of, like, more, like, avoiding people or what. <laughs> I think because back then, back in the day, you know, when she, like, you know, made her presence known, like, she wanted to make sure people saw her. Like, my ex-girlfriend who wanted to get out, and she was just standing there. Or when I got home from McDonald's and she's walking upstairs to go into the room or, you know, when my sister's in there in the living room and she turns the TV off. It's like, she obviously wants to make her presence known. I don't know if she feels that she got her point across and she's good now or what, but um, the bedroom that um, I saw her walk into and my ex saw her standing in, that's just a guest room now, so no one really goes in there. So if she is in there, no one really knows. She's just hanging out by herself. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my older sister uh, just had a baby, so there's like a crib in there now, so if the baby does stay over... So see if uh see if the baby, baby. <laughs> yeah right I just saw I saw Ghostbusters I know what they do to them babies <laughs> baby be all flying around and possessed <laughs> right right but yeah it just it's it, it it's a weird it's a weird thing to like um to sit there and think about because like I said like I I I've told the story a couple times um but I haven't but it's weird just to get like those goosebumps and everything when like you start to relive it because. Every time I tell the story, I just I remember exactly how everything worked. You know, walking up the stairway, looking down the hallway, and just seeing it go into the bedroom, but the door not being opened or closed or something like that. It's just like, it's like how, like, it's like, like how how can you experience something like that? You know, and only once. You know, it's not like I've seen her yeah. multiple times. It's 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 like a real feeling that. <clears throat> and that's why that's why I do believe it's more of a positive thing than a negative because I, I I feel that she just wanted you to know she's there because if it was a negative I assume she'd probably be a lot around a lot more often knocking shit off shelves or doing something like that because uh, I I do believe that's what bad ghosts do. Yeah, this one is just sort of like hey, I'm just kind of walking by or turning yeah. the TV off. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, she just she just wants to go like hey, I'm also here, and then that's it. 
yeah. and never see her again. And I was, <clears throat> I was kind of hoping like, like I'd have more experiences like that. Like when like my uh, my one grandpa died, who owned the Grand Prix I was driving. Um, I I thought I saw him once in my backseat while I was driving, but I really like nothing came of it. Like I, I don't know if it was just like like a very vivid thought I was having. Mm-hmm. I thought I remember like looking in like the rearview mirror and he was just like sitting back there, but it wasn't like a starting like freaking out, swerving over the road kind of thing. It was just like, like mentally I thought I saw him. I'm not sure how real that was, so I never really considered that to be like a ghost story. But if it was to happen, I mean, I shit. Um, and then also in 2005, my great grandparents passed away uh, within like two days of each other. Oh wow. <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, that. That's freaky as hell. Like the fact that that happened because uh, he ended up getting sick and going to the hospital, um, and they didn't know what was going on with him, like whatsoever. I don't mean to dive into my personal life too much, but um, <laughs> it, it's a it's a cute love story in a way, I guess. But he got really sick and he was in the hospital for like a week, and he was just he was just very ill. They didn't know what was wrong with him. Had no idea what was wrong with him, but he was in so much pain. And then my grandma died of a stroke a week after he got submitted into the hospital. And then two days after she had a stroke, he ended up going away after he found out that she passed away. And he just just went. Yeah. So well, sometimes uh, it happens, like, you know, when people are together so long, they call it, like, lovebird syndrome, or they just both go with, like, a short mm-hmm. period of time. Yeah, and, they, and they're uh, probably, like, I want to say they're in the early 90s, and they... They got married, I think, like when uh, he was eighteen and she was twenty-three. I think so. They've been together since you know he was a teenager. So for seventy-something years, uh, they're yeah. together. That's a long and, time. <laughs> yeah, and so after they passed away, you know, they got those like uh, cards that they hand out at the funerals and stuff like that. Um, I always kept that in my car and everything. And for some reason, like the moment I put that in my car, um, and I just kind of like stuck it up, uh, like on the. Uh, the ceiling. Uh, it was always this weird, warm feeling in my truck. Like, like I was never driving by myself because I used to drive a lot for work, especially in like very sketchy, like South Chicago suburb neighborhoods. <laughs> um, going from like uh, terminals to terminals to do barge work and stuff like that, and it was like midnight, two in the morning, five in the morning. You know, just like weird ass hours of the night. But I never felt like I was always driving alone there. Yeah, always felt like there was somebody there with me and stuff like that, and. So that was a warm feeling, but again, I never really saw that as like a ghost experience because there was nothing ever really there to kind of like, like I just, if there's proof of something, then yeah, I can believe it, but it was just like a feeling. It wasn't like an action or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't like seeing well, him just chilling in the seat with you. Yeah, it wasn't like grandpa was riding shotgun with me, like, make sure you lock the doors. Like, <laughs> Slow <laughs> down. Right? But it's your sheet belt, but yeah, but it's, it, it's cool to have those feelings too. And, yeah. um. Yeah, but I, I don't know I, I kind of want like I, I want to have another experience with that one girl at my mom's house. I mean, and I stay at my mom's house on Christmas Day every day or every year because, I mean, you know, she only lives like three blocks away. I don't need to, but still, it's like one of those like, yeah, like you know, like traditional things. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm hoping like maybe like one day like you know it happens again, but it's just like it just seems like to not and i don't like that like i want to have that experience again. i want to <laughs> see that little girl again i want to maybe yell out this time like hey you you <laughs> who you be yeah exactly which is weird because most people don't want to see ghosts well i guess like it's 50 50 like some people want to investigate and see them for proof and other people don't want to 
I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, I I think I'm more okay with it because it's inside my house. If yeah. this was like, if this was like, uh, like at the diverse attack or uh, the cemetery, which also I don't know, I don't know if I, I definitely didn't mention this, uh, but we actually have a cemetery that's like um, right down the road from uh, where I, where my house is. So <laughs> there's also that. That's yeah. because you can look you can look out the back deck and look across the uh, the cornfield and you can see the cemetery right there. Which a friend of mine swore he saw somebody walking through the cemetery. I'm like, well, they're probably just going to a grave or something like that. But he swore she was uh, transparent. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he, he's he's a little out there too. He grew up in a house that supposedly used to, uh, um, oh god, was it like I, I like harbor people or something like that? Like kind of like a kind of like an Anne Frank situation. Oh wow. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if it was like World War II era or not that, but he his house is a very old house. But um, there's a if you go into the hallway closet in the far back of the closet, there's a there's a hidden compartment that opens up that leads to the stairway that goes to the attic. Oh, creepy. Yeah, and uh, he um, he believes that his house was haunted, which, I mean, I, I think of every house in Piatone, or every house I've ever even been into, if any house was haunted, it was this one, because he said that he saw his dad sitting at the bottom of the stairway having a conversation with a little girl that wasn't there. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and uh, they believe that there is a there's a there's a hidden room or something um, in the basement. There's actually a um, a broken part of the wall that's out, and uh, behind it is like a, a four by four little uh, room that um, that was just that was just behind a random wall. They when they moved in, they're looking around at you know the house and everything. They're unpacking and putting stuff away. Um, they noticed there was like this weird light coming through like a hole in the uh, wall, and they're able to like slide one of the bricks out and everything, put a light in there, and saw that there was like a space in there. So they started knocking out like a, like a couple of the bricks and stuff like that, and noticed there's like a four by four um, uh, room that had like there was like light coming from like up above, like it was like right underneath the garage. <laughs> so there was a hole that went up into the garage. Um, that kind of came down into this room, and they never understood like what it was or what it was there for. There's nothing serial inside. killers room. <laughs> I know, you know they, they 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 thought maybe uh, they thought maybe it was like when like this house was used to like hide people because they they thought it was more of a prohibition kind of place because there is a um, there's a bar that's uh, right outside the town of uh, where I live that used to be owned by Al Capone. So they thought maybe this house was. Uh, was owned by somebody who may have known Al Capone that maybe have done like yeah. you know they used the house for uh, either hiding out in or uh, you know doing some things that shouldn't be done you know in a legal manner or illegal mm-hmm. manner stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they it, it's a freaky fucking house. We actually used this house a lot like when we were kids and we made like uh, our own home like movies like horror movies and scary movies. <laughs> We used his house a lot, so it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. I would have been like, uh, nope, let's put it back up for sale. There's this weird hidden room down here. It's like a murder room. <laughs> god, yeah, it's it is a horrifying uh, house. I it's oh god, I, I remember I used to be I used to sleep over there and everything, and I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I just felt bad <laughs> for it's like, yeah, I guess I'll be here, you know, whatever. God, that's creepy. Mm hmm. Well, thanks for being on to share your ghost stories. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot I, of creepy shit. 
Yeah, I've I've lived a life. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day you'll get to go ghost hunting. Yeah, I want. I gotta get people together. I mean, I, 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 it's gotta be like a group thing, like just like. Um, at least, at least I know, like to do, at least go to like these, like these, like freaky places, like at least during the day. Yeah. Because I know, I know a lot of them at night. You're not allowed to go into cemeteries at night and stuff like that. And I'm cool with that. I'm, you know, I, I follow the law. But to at least go and experience like these places, like I said, like I have an entire book, uh, Weird Illinois, that gives you so many different places and to check out. That's not that far from here. So if I can get like. I know my sister won't go with me because now she has a kid and has responsibilities and shit. <laughs> but if I can definitely get some people together yeah. and go I'll check it out. Then Even, I like would... you said, just going in the day and seeing, like, these creepy abandoned buildings, like, there's just something, you know, mm-hmm. creepy and haunting about them just in the day by themselves, the fact that they just kind of, like, left everything there. Yeah. God, that'd be awesome. I can make a, I can make YouTube videos out of it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? Freaky visits. <laughs> yeah. Travis goes ghost hunting. <laughs> Watch Travis run away in fear. Yep. <laughs> so aside from ghosts and stuff, you do a podcast on wrestling. I do. I do pro wrestling. Yeah, just freaking wrestling. So where can people find that if they're into wrestling? Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's just freaking wrestling or the JFW podcast, and that can be searched on uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or uh, Podbean. Cool. So I definitely recommend checking that out if you're a wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we definitely dive into. Uh, we, I mean, obviously we do a lot of WWE, uh, but we are diving into like you know the AEW, the New Japan Pro nice. Wrestling, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact, and stuff like that. We do focus a lot of like on independent wrestling in the in our local area too. But we do uh, do everything on more of a worldwide uh, aspect to kind of accommodate everybody. So That's it's cool. pretty, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for being on. We'll have to have you on again to talk more stuff. Team Punch and Pie. Team Punch and Pie. Yeah, if I if I could think of any more stories, like I said, like I don't really think a lot about all of them, but if I think of more that kind of like click in my head and stuff like that, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, for sure. Thanks.